What up? It's High Definition Pod. This podcast that is. This is Maurice. Yo, it's Therese. And we are back for another episode. What's happening to you? You know, man. Just chilling, man. Just, uh, just, uh, it's a pretty good weekend. Uh, a little challenging on Sunday, but, uh, we got through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your vibe from your, your vibe from your text message said a whole lot. Ah, my God. Huh. It's in the belly of the beast. Listen. <laughs> it, no. It's work, bro. They get like that sometimes. It is, man. That's the thing. Like, you know, you take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, once you make it to the end, you're like, I survived. But the suck, the sucky thing about it is, <laughs> when you gotta go back, you're like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> but this is what you sign up for. Yep. If you're not in a career or working for yourself, this is what you have to deal with. Not saying that all jobs are bad. So I love my job. My job comes with a lot of benefits, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, I I, I knew what I got myself into. I mean, hey, conquer <laughs> down and get it done. Hey, how'd yourself, man? It was we're getting pretty chill. Yeah, I, I had to change some brakes. Ah, been there. Good old car maintenance. That's it, man. Good old, you know. Yeah. Husbandly duties. Yeah. Getting the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Take, we took the kids bowling. Hey, turn up. My wife challenged me. How'd that go? Yeah, we split. Bet. That's what all husbands say. Yeah, for real. I won the first okay. one. <laughs> she beat me. She beat me the second. I don't know why. The second game, it was straight gutter ball, gutter ball. I was like, what the really hell? now? So are you like one of those fancy bowlers? Nah, I just throw, this, throw, I just ball? throw okay. this sucker down. Yeah, that's how I am. I'm not really trying to put the little backspin on it and stuff. I'll go, be trying to get it, but like, bro, Jamie, Jamie be, be killing it, right? He be tossing that move. I mean, he be spinning and curving. I'm like, bro, how you do that? He get the flick of the wrist. Yeah, he want he want them cats, man. He he bring his own bowling ball. Got oh, his got own the bowls. bag and everything. Yeah, got I'm the like, little got the little polish. And I'm like, oh, oh, mm, oh, bro, oh, bro, you you for real with it? Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. Well, y'all know how we do. We just shooting the breeze first a couple minutes. Um, hey, high def. Uh, y'all know what we all about. We all about the conversation. We all about um, getting you thinking. Mm, uh, we mm. we try to promote critical thought. Uh, it seems like society today does not want you to think for yourself. I think we're uh, gonna dive in a little bit <laughs> today too. <laughs> Definitely, y'all have already seen the the promo, uh, the flyer. Y'all know what we're talking about today. So you know our podcast is just all about you know. Uh, Sparking thought, uh, mm-hmm. offering perspective. That's all we're about. We're not experts. We just want to get the conversation started. So uh, we put, we give it, give it info that we have that we've researched, and then we just put the ball back in your court. Yeah. Like I said, we're not experts. You can agree with us. You can disagree with us. Just don't disrespect us. Uh, we we save, but you come with disrespect. You we saved, ain't soft. <laughs> We we gonna get in there a little bit later on. Too, so <laughs> I go, I I'm about to go somewhere. We gonna get in there a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, y'all know that's that's what we're about. Uh, y'all already know if you're watching the video premiere, uh, we will be down here in the comments. Uh, Listen on the audio playback, whether it be on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast platform. We thank you for uh, giving us your ear. Please leave us a five star review and a and a I guess is a comment review. Along with those five stars, and you know what? Even if even if it ain't a five, just leave one, because we like to 
be able to critique ourselves. Yes. And we like others to critique us as well. It's part of growing. Yeah. But remember that. No one, if no one can critique you and you can't take it, you're not willing to grow. Hey. You gonna tweet that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter worthy. <laughs> hey, y'all have already seen the flyer. Uh well, the promo. No, we gonna we're gonna call it, I'm gonna say it's a promo, not not so yeah, much the flyer. Uh, we're talking about cancel culture on this particular episode. Listen, if you've been watching any form of media, social media, you've heard those two words, cancel culture. All right. Um, but you may not actually know exactly what it is. So we want to try to give you some definition and then just, you know, kind of spark the thought in you and know, have you wondered, is it right? Is it wrong? You know, should I involve myself in it? Um, yeah, that's what we... That's the question we want to ponder tonight. That's the that's the perspective we're trying to give tonight. Now, I have not looked at Teresa's notes. He has not looked at my notes. So we're about to see how this conversation might go. But I do want to – I'm going to start off by trying to give some definition. Um, council culture from Webster's Dictionary, mm. it is the practice or tendency of engaging in mass counseling as a way of expressing disapproval, and exerting social pressure. The Cambridge Dictionary oh. is a way of behaving in a society or group, especially on social media, in which it is common to completely reject and stop supporting someone because they have said or done something that offends you. From the okay. Cambridge Dictionary. And then it was one more. Uh, this is from an article in Psychology Today. Canceling is an individual's volitional act of publicly rejecting and actively pursuing harm against a perceived transgressor. There are two parties in every counseling episode. The party, the, the person who counsels, the counselor, and the entity, the person, the group, or organization that is counseled. Counseling requires the counselor to engage in three psychological processes. Number one is to identify or become aware of a transgression and judge it to be significant. Two, to ex experience strong negative emotions. Three, to act punitively and visibly to harm the transgression. Mm. Counseling begins with a real or perceived, keyword perceived, transgression by the counseled entity that the counselor observes or is made aware of and deems to be serious. Ah. So, everybody getting canceled now. <laughs> everything. Not, well, not everything. Right. Because that's some stuff that's being canceled. And I'm like. Really? Really. But that's some stuff that's still going on. That ain't being said. That ain't being nothing. And it's like. It's kind of hypocritical. Uh, hypocritical. That's that hippo word. You know, that's the whole. I was going to jump. That's probably the main thing that's getting me. It's it's a lot of hypocr hip hypocrisy going on. Good lord, we Get can't it together, Therese. Basically, like on def on definitely, I just I just read. It's mm -hmm. like whatever you perceive to be wrong, that's what you canceling. Yes. My question is, what basis are we saying what's right and what's wrong in order for us to cancel? Right. You have to have a merit to judge something off of. Ah. 
judge. Did, did we not just talk about that? Was that was that last week? The week before that last. That was the week before. Oh, wow. If you didn't see it, go back and look at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, we'll slide a little, little plug in there. plug in there. It's our episodes. It's exactly. shameless. I don't care. <laughs> we did an episode a couple weeks ago. You know, uh, only God can judge me. Are you sure? Uh-huh. But we... By, like, like you just... Finish, finish the talk. Finish the talk. No, I'm saying you have to have, you have, to have a, something... A merit to judge something off of. That's concrete. That's concrete. That is set in stone. Straight down the middle. Remember, truth does not change no matter how you perceive it. Ding. Truth does not care about your feelings. Not at all. Uh, to my opinion is council culture is being fueled by people's by people's feelings. Because mm, they don't want to feel good. They don't want they don't want to be challenged in their thinking. If you if you're getting offended because somebody did or said something that hurt your feelings, you want to go and just counsel them. Is that right? No. And I think another thing, another thing that's fueling council culture, and we, we probably gonna be jumping back all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that's fueling it is we really, in today's culture and society, we have we it's no longer right versus wrong anymore. Mm. Is either you on my side or you on that side? Mm. Yes. The good old pick a side. Whether your side is wrong or right, you don't care. Mm. Because that's the side that you're rocking with. If we don't agree with what's, if you're not agreeing with, with my side, I'm going to counsel you. Mm. Mm. So it's no longer right versus wrong. Mm-mm. It's hey. Regardless. <laughs> of my side being right or wrong, this is this is where I stand. It's my way or no way. That's basically right. what it is. Mm. And that mm. I I the, don't agree with that. We see a lot of that. We see a lot of that in, in the government, though, don't we? Not to go there, but it's there. Just painting a picture here, because usually it's the left to say, "Hey, we got all the answers. We get it right." Wrong, and the right says. We got all the answers. We got it right. Wrong. Wrong. There's no bipartisan effort whatsoever. Um, Because, one, when the interest is the people, regardless of which side you stand on, there should always be a collaborative effort to make sure that everyone everyone is taken care of. The betterment of all men. Of all men. Not just one particular group. Uh. My boy Jamie, I'm I'm shouting him out. He's he he said something that's always stuck with me. I don't care if you Democrat, I don't care if you Republican, I don't care if you're Libertarian, I don't care if you're independent, whatever. Just do right by people. Do right by people. If you just do right by people, it's all gonna eventually it's all gonna work out. Yeah. But if you actually, if we actually have that concept of right versus wrong, mm-hmm. we're gonna do right by people. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Bam. <laughs> you know we're gonna drop that Bible in there. We got to. Got to. Y'all know the basis of our podcast. We come from a biblical yet realistic perspective and practical perspective. But the Bible's a fairy tale. No, the Bible's mm. real. 
is a real account of real people that have actually walked this earth. It's the most applicable book that we have on earth to date. It's the oldest book and still the best-selling book. So, I mean, it means something to somebody. I'm just saying. They keep making it. Unlike Dr. Seuss books. Well, since you don't open the door. <laughs> so, I got a little, I got a little, I got a little, okay. That, that irked me a little bit. To see. Well, let's, let's, let's okay, let's paint the picture. Let's, let's pull some, for people who may not know. So, for those who do not know, there were, was it six, six, it six, six Dr. Seuss books that have, were no longer in publication anymore. Um, I think it was a family that made the decision, though. Yeah, it was this, it yeah. was the the family of the late Doctor Seuss. Yeah, uh, who made the decision to pull the books? You know, after some backlash for some of the imagery in the books, rightly so. Some of the imagery was a little. Eh. Here's my thing. How about we re-edit the books? Because growing up, Dr. Seuss was a big part of my childhood. Right. And I'll, I'll, rightly so, a lot of us. But to completely just, we're going to stop making these books. Our imaginations are given a bigger platform when we have something that like a Dr. Seuss who puts these stories out to one cause us to think differently. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the imagery in his books were far out there. I mean, the Lorax, you, I mean, you think of the who's, I mean, these are, these are like, they're humanoid type characters, mm-hmm. but they're like animals or like aliens or whatever you want to call it. So it causes you to use your imagination, especially looking in the books, you see these characters, you're like, oh, that's different. You know, you start thinking, you know, and books are a big part of a child's imagination. Mm-hmm. It helps build it helps build character. It causes us to, to to think on a grander scale. But to simply just say, I'm gonna stop making these books, by all means, that's that's their choice. I don't have to agree with it, but I always thought think about council culture is there's no room for restoration. There's no room for reconciliation. There's no room for uh, redemption. Yeah. It's when you have wronged me. One time. One time. You're done. 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 Um, The law of grace. Mercy. Where is that? Where? Now. You don't have to support something. You don't have to. It's your it's your choice. It's your choice. But the thing is, when when someone wrongs us, we should give them an opportunity. One, go to that person. Bible talks about that. Go to that person. Talk to them in private mm-hmm. about it. And if that don't go well, you go get a couple of more friends that are like minded. Like minded. Have that conversation. If not, okay. I bid you farewell. Deuces. But to simply, to simply say I'm done with you, 
to shame them. You don't you don't exist to me anymore. Yeah. That's that's the wrong that's the wrong thing because there's no love in that. Right. You see the the thing about the word of God is when it comes to grace, uh, when it comes to redemption, restoration, it's a, even if a person does do you do you wrong, there's a there's a there's an opportunity for that person to change. Mm-hmm. And we should always be holding on the hope that that person will change. Right. Because how many of how many of us? Just be honest. How many of us, when someone has a difference in opinion, and we and we hold the Bible up to that opinion, we see that it's completely wrong. How many of us actually first first response? Pray for that person. Just being honest, I don't. That's part of me. I'm still working on. Because when something irks me wrong, I don't want to sit there and be like, "I'm praying for you," or secretly pray for that person. I want to. I want to be in my emotions. I want to be in my feelings. Yeah, I want to be upset. You know, I want to throw something. You know, I want to cuss that person out. You gotta work that thing out. You gotta work it out. You see, council culture doesn't give you, doesn't give anybody the opportunity to. Mm-mm. It's very destructive. It's very destructive. It's dishon- dishonoring. Yep. That's my little tidbit on that. So my thing is, I think that. When it comes to Dr. Seuss and those those six books, I think there should be a re-edit, re-editing of those books to fit, you know, maybe a more more modern, modernized um perception of mm. those cultures. You know, because I mean Dr. Seuss had some really I'm not gonna lie, if you do some research on the man, he had some trouble and stuff that he did while he was in college. Um it's very troubling. But those books were a big part of my growing up. Yeah. A, a lot of us. I mean, for years. You know, and then up until this year, you know, that book, books, books from Dr. Seuss were read in the, in the White House. They were. But, you know, and no shame on, no shame on the Seuss for pulling them. At all, it's their decision. It's their decision because I mean, they, 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 their father was the one who authored the books, mm-hmm. and they made a decision. Okay, cool. I ain't gotta like it, but by all means, that's cool. But I think that cor- instead of council culture, correction culture would say, okay, you know what? We're not gonna completely cancel these books out. We're gonna re-edit them to fit. A more standardized viewpoint of mm-hmm. the characters in the book, because there was a there was a depiction of a, uh, an Asian individual. Uh, yeah, I looked at it I was, when I actually out of the age that I am now. When I go back and look at it, I was like, oh yeah, I can, I can, I can see I can see some stereotypical stuff there. Um, some more characters in there, uh, some African characters. I was like, yeah, that's that's a little that's a little rough, yeah. I said, like, and but my my first initial reaction was to wasn't to be like, man, they should they should stop making this. It, it was more so of, well, maybe if they just change the character. That's just me though. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. My opinion, because I've read I've read Scrambled Egg Super, I've read um, uh, I saw it on the well, I, uh, to I, I can't remember the six seven books, but. I've read all of them, all of Doctor's books. I mean, I own some of the movies. 
I mean, they said Cat in the Hat was based off of uh, a, a blackface um, thing he did back in college, I think. That's what they said. But And see, that that's my thing also. When we cancel people, it goes back to, you know, the whole, what you just said about grace, about mm-hmm. mercy, about redemption. Do we forget all it takes is somebody to pull up an old picture of you? Oh, my gosh. You, the same stuff we you might count somebody else for. All they gotta do is go back and find a picture or a tweet, a la Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tried to cancel him off of a tweet he did like ten years ago. Ten years ago, we we reaching, re reaching. So I mean, you go back ten years or something that he said, and this is a, this is already public. So that's the only reason we mm-hmm. we we can state this. So we go back. He said something ten years ago in a tweet. So you're looking over the fact that that's 10 years of life, 10 years of development, 10 years growing. of growing the evolution. But because he said it then when he was at that point in his life, mm-hmm. you're not looking at where he's at now. Right. That's the one of the issues with council culture. It's like you trying to you trying to go and find something, a mistake that somebody's done did, and say, nah, we're gonna write y'all for that. Not looking at the fact that the person that's pointing the finger in the mirror or the one that's pointing the finger, you got some other ones pointing right back at you. That's true. We talked about it, the, the verse that we talked about when we did Only God Can Judge Me. Mm-hmm. You worried about the speck in your brother's eye, but you got a log in yours. Mm. Mm. That's one of the issues with cancel culture. So that's that's something we got to be mindful of. Okay, you can't. We can't just go around just counseling everybody. Event and one thing I've seen, you know, you just talking about from the political side. Mm-hmm. You know, this side trying to counsel that one, this side trying to counsel the other one. But now it's gonna turn into okay. So you know, left the the left wing is considered Democrat, right wing is considered the Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like the left wing Democrats are trying to counsel conservatives more and more, uh-huh. especially even after the election. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you hold conservative views, uh, they're trying to counsel you. Uh, all all sorts of things. But if you look, counsel culture, it really is unbiased. It really is. It's already public, but just look at the governor from New York. Now he's of the left wing, of the left wing side, and they already counseling him for stuff that he done did. So just think about that. I'm not gonna go into depth in it. We're gonna, they're, we're gonna, they're still working on that. Yeah, so they're still investigating all that. But just, just think about that. If we go back to just saying, "Look, this is right, this is wrong," and like like Jamie say, let's just do right by people. And if you make a mistake. Own up to your mistake. You know, take whatever measures you need to do so you can, you know, get better or that you don't make that mistake again. And let's keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. But society today, we don't want to do that. No compassion whatsoever. None. And we as believers are not to to act that way. You know, Jesus offered compassion. When society offered none. Absolutely. 
I mean, he offered compassion when even people in the church didn't offer compassion. So think about this. Now, given Jewish laws back back in the back in that time with Jesus, you have to, you have the women. Any woman that was caught in a sexual sin, hence uh, Allah the the lady um, who was who was getting ready to get stoned, who was who was caught in her adultery. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus stood between her and the religious folk, Pharisees, uh, government officials, and what did he say? He without sin cast the first stone. He who is without sin. Cast the first stone. He, a Jew, showed compassion when there was none from the the government officials. The but here's also here's another thing people got to realize: if you were someone who had money back then. And you did the same thing, you were protected. Oh, so it's the same way today. Same way. Same. It's ain't nothing new under the sun. Mm-mm. We all tie our shoes the same way. Well, I don't tie my shoes. I just slide them on. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that like we we can see we can see the similarities. Like mm-hmm. like those who would be considered you know regular folk. You know, I ain't regular. I ain't regular, but I'm I'm just saying. You know, yeah, you know, a guy, somebody, you know, who's making seven, eight figures, or whatever, up in that bracket. You know, Mm-mm-mm. you get they get they got protection from from these these penalties. You know, so my thing is, we as a as a as the body of Christ have to make sure that we. Are not following society standards of how to treat our neighbors. Hold everybody to the same standard. <clears throat> let's, let's, when let's, when the the same way you judge somebody is the same way that you have to be judged. Let's go back to that story about the woman that was caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. Number one, where was the dude that she was going to be sleeping with? I don't even mention him. Number two. Mm. Because it take two to tango. Number two, she was caught in the act of adultery. But yet they dragged her. How did y'all know what she was doing? So why were y'all even in the vicinity to see what she was getting ready to do? No, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. If we brought that to today's vernacular, to today's culture, huh? think about it. Oh, it I'm thinking. All, all them people. Mm-hmm. It says she was caught in the act. How were all y'all? Why were all y'all there? How'd y'all even know about it? If we brought that to today's culture, what would you think they were probably doing? I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying that's exactly what it was, but if we would kind of bring that to today, we're talking about you know the government contract that to to film some stuff. I mean, do we ever? We, I never thought of it that way. I'm just that's saying. That's a good thought, dog. That's I'm, I'm a just, good thought. I'm, I'm not trying to add to the scripture, but no. you know, if we if we brought it to, it kind of made it relevant. Yeah. 
she was caught. So apparently she was that if it's caught adultery. So you already know it's at least two people. Mm-hmm. At least two. So her and some other dude, the Bible, it doesn't say he was there. Mm-hmm. They were just worried about her. Mm-hmm. And the people that was there was giving her the stoner. So they was the ones that caught her. Right. Where's the standard? Mm. Everybody in this whole situation was wrong. She was wrong for doing that. The dude she was with was wrong. And all y'all that's sitting there watching it or knew about it, all y'all wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's wrong on both sides, all sides. The only person there that had to, actually had to write the stone on her was Jesus, and he wasn't even thinking about that. Mm-mm. You know what's funny, too? Think about that. Like, we can see Christ operating outside of societal um, ideology, societal um, laws. Mm-hmm. Because given the law, She should have been stoned. Mm-hmm. By the law, she was supposed to have been stoned. But the reason that Christ came here was to break all that down, to show you, to show us that there is another way. Yep. We got to think, this man came, and God came in human form, walked this earth perfect, perfect, without sin, Gave himself up for yep. people who wouldn't even think about even acknowledging. Still that, don't. And still don't. Still don't. Hmm. That's love, yo. That's compassion. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you, man, if it was me. Bye. Sorry, I ain't there. Working on it. Might never get there. But guess what? I'm going to try. So we gotta understand that. Let's stop. Let's stop joining the mob because eventually that mob gonna turn. Our beliefs are not popular at all. Some of the convictions that we have as believers, it's not even as no. We ain't gotta go just as believers. Even if people are getting counseled now just because they question stuff there you go so because like like, like we always say in our, in our introduction we we try to promote you we want you thinking critically uh the the politically correct term are you a free thinker you know we we try to promote that if you are a free thinker if you just have questions you getting canceled i'm gonna give you an example mm. y'all i know everybody done seen black panther Wakanda forever Shuri, the actress that played Shuri, oh, Leti- Le- Leti- Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright, yeah. She got canceled last year all because she posted a, she shared a video of Prophet, uh, well, excuse me, Apostle Tommy Orion mm-hmm. from the UK, mm-hmm. where he did a video talking about uh, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I don't think he just, I don't think he's really saying this. He just want to know what's in it. Right. I you mean, know, he was asking simple questions. Just raising questions, promoting critical thought, and all she did was just share it because she had some of the same views. Like, okay. Before I go take this vaccine, I just want to know what's in the vaccine. That's my thing. Let's let's stop just following stuff because it's popular. 
I like look like the vaccine. There's a lot of questions with it. Rightly so. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to inject myself with something that I know nothing of. So my my job should be to one ask a health care provider, you know, this and this and that because they are expert expert mm-hmm. in that field. But also, like, it, I should be able to ask questions about it without people getting offended right. for me asking about it. That's a problem. I can't question something because I. That's this is the same. This is that's the same mindset that happened back back in the Tuskegee thing. Ah, look it up. The Tuskegee experiment. Yes. Oh, we're just giving you, we're just giving y'all wellness shots. Right. Stuff happens, though. It's happened in India. Not gonna, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> not gonna say the uh, organization, but when you don't question stuff, you're blindly following. Mm-hmm. And people like, even when it comes to Christianity, ask questions. You know, growing up, people would say, you don't question God. Where they say that in the Bible? Because he said, if I if I got if I need something, I need to knock. If I'm seeking, I knock. Right? Hmm. God's not gonna cast you to hell for asking a question. Asking a question. Pop says something. Hey, shout out to Apostle Ryan and Pastor Eric Magister from uh Citygate Ministries International. Yeah, we're gonna plug it in anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Trey and Angie. Pay the pay. Glory to glory. Love y'all. <laughs> That's funny. Now. We we find we always find some way to plug them in. You no, know it. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, but he been uh with, um the last couple of let me see, last well e- each month we uh, as as a church we you know we we study a book of the Bible mm-hmm. and um we did Psalms a couple months ago and one of the chapters in the Psalms is Psalms twenty seven. Uh, you know David said. Um, I want to behold the beauty of the Lord, so mm-hmm. I can so I can inquire in His temple. Mm-hmm. Inquiry it means asking a question. Yeah. And one thing Pop says, inquiry opens you up to the prophetic. Ooh. One another thing that for me, something that you know, and to kind of tag along with what Pop said, uh, I heard Pastor Brandon Clack from All Nations, um, All Nations Church, uh, All Nations Worship Assembly in Memphis, and Nashville, he's a pastor of those two churches. He says questions are the doorway to revelation. I remember you said that. Yeah, couple, yeah. Couple podcasts ago. Questions are the doorway to revelation. So if you get if you're not asking questions, how are you learning? How are you being opened up to more information? Because you being a thinker means you're gonna have questions. And to and when you're asking those questions, you're seeking out those answers. The problem one of the problems with counsel culture is they're afraid those who are doing the counseling, they don't really have the answers for those that are actually pondering, that are actually posturing those questions. So we just shut you up because I ain't got the answer anyway, and I'm not trying to make myself like a fool. Right. Instead of just admitting that you don't know and go and seek the information for yourself mm-hmm. as well. Oh, okay. And I'm not... I believe that there's probably cancel culture on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I'm I call out on on both sides, but something uh I for right now for what I've seen, mm-hmm. 
I see it coming more so, and we're not trying to make this a political argument or a political conversation. We're just trying to talk about it in general, just to get you thinking from all, all you know, realms, all viewpoints. But if we come at it from a political standpoint, I see council culture coming more from the left or from the Democrat side, from the left. Thomas Sowell, he's, a, he's an economist. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make this racial. He's an African-American economist. He's also a former Marxist. Okay. Former. Keyword formal. Just go just look him up on YouTube. I mean, just some of the stuff he and he's brilliant. I just found out about him like last year. And I'm like, why did I not know about this dude growing up? I mean, just the way he explains stuff, the way he articulates it, it just makes you be like, you know what? Uh sorry, Heather. <laughs> Just to make this, the way he explains stuff, it just makes you be like, you know what? That makes sense. He, one of his, here's a quote. He says, anyone who studies the history of ideas should notice how much more often people on the political left, more so than others, denigrate and demonize those who disagree with them instead of answering their arguments. Ooh. What I get from that is we don't want to have conversation anymore. There it is. The problem with cancel culture is you just don't you don't want a dialogue. Mm. Which I'm about to segue into something else. I'm about to raise another question. Is that why we have so many issues in church? Because now this is just my opinion. And bro, if I'm wrong, no, go, or, go if, ahead. If y'all, if y'all are watching, if you feel like I'm wrong, this know, is your opinion. Yeah, right, right. I want you to raise your thought. You know, put it, put it in the comments. Have we, as the church, aided in council culture? <laughs> because number one, th- I'm sorry, y'all. This is just me from what I've seen. We don't dialogue. We don't have healthy dialogue in the church. Ding. That's probably why we don't have healthy dialogue, so that when we disagree with something, we can, as as Jesus said, if somebody offends you, if you got an issue, go to your brother, work it out. So because we've had issues, because we disagree on something, we can't come to each other, have that healthy dialogue, and work it out. Like now, nah, I'm just gonna, I ain't on food with them no more. Uh, and they give to the saying, "I'm gonna sit right here. I ain't getting nothing out of when he preached. None of that." So have we, as believers, have we aided in the spread of cancel culture? Mm. That's just a question I want to throw out there. That's a good question. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we in there with you. I, I'm just, it, it just makes me think. I'm like, have we, have we, as the body of Christ, have we really aided in this? Oh, definitely. Case in point. This whole Kurt Franklin thing with him and his son. It's public, so we can talk about it. If it wasn't public, I wouldn't be saying nothing. Excuse me. That's that's not proper English. I wouldn't be saying anything. Stop platforms. Speak how you want to <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> the whole issue with him him going off on his son. Number one, some some people saying uh Council Kurt. First of all, let's keep it real. Some 
How many of us done grew up? In, nah, I, I, nah, I can't even say that because I, I, I never I, got that. Energy. Yeah, I, I never heard my mom and dad. They never cussed at me or nothing like that. But I know plenty of people. They grew up in that type of household. Yeah. And to to, to add something to that. He sounded so uncomfortable talking like that. He is, you can tell. Kirk is like, not. Kirk is not like like look, Pop said. Kirk is not a regular cussler. I mean, look, look. He is look, not a regular cussler. You can tell that it was that was some it was some like just how he formed the yeah, sentences yeah. was just like nah that didn't strike fear in me at all. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, Kirk is not a regular cussler, y'all. Sorry, that's not. He's but not. he's human. He is now. There's a difference here. We can hold him accountable for his words. Exactly. But also be compassionate towards him. I'm not going to condemn him because he made a mistake. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to condone it either. I'm not. I mean, I've stopped. Look, I've shot at my fair chef expletives um, at people. Straight facts. Forgive me. And I've had to go back and say, forgive me for that. I had to seek my own forgiveness from the Lord for that. Even Mm -hmm. though I know he already forgave me, I still went and. Wouldn't went and asked for it, right. even though it's freely there. That's one thing we gotta get back to. Like just because you say, "Oh, God already forgave me for it," doesn't mean that you still should seek his seek out his forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. seeking it says that you were wrong, and that I'm going to admit that I was wrong. Right. Remember that. So I mean, even with the whole with, with the whole Kirk situation, mm-hmm. and my other thing, my other thing with that too. Number, first of all, his son. He sus as heck for that though. But <laughs> like, bro, like, bro. First of all, you only you only post that part of the conversation. What would happen before? What happened after? Give he, context. And he tried to make himself look like the victim. End up turning himself into the victimizer. Right. And see, that's the that's another problem that we have. Not just with cancel culture, with just this whole social media age. Mm-hmm. Well, you only get a little clip, but you don't know what was said before or what was said after. That's like. But that, don't we take the Bible like that sometimes, though? Of course. Well, we only read one part, but we don't read what's before and what after that. You got to have context. That's like that's, mm. like, that's like when people uh, take little clips of what, a, of what a preacher says. Yes. And then try to uh, counsel him because of that. But like you never, you didn't get the, you didn't get the build up to that point in the sermon. You don't know what he said after. You just taking that one clip and like, nah, he, uh, uh-uh, I can't do that, uh, uh-uh. uh. But mm. context. That's the issue. We want to get, we want to just hop on somebody of a clip and not get the full picture. Mm-hmm. What, what's the old saying? It's two sides to every story. Uh, it's actually three. Your side, the other person's side, and the truth. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and the truth can be subjective, depending on who giving it, giving you the side. Nah. I mean, the truth is never subjective, but the I'm truth saying like is always objective. It's, all, it's always objective. But when someone gives you, like, if I, if I, if I, a lot of times when people when people do wrong, they want to see it from their side. Of course, they never want to see it from the other person person's eyes. It's it, it's all up to us to be one, be truthful. Yep. Even if it makes you look bad, and I think also. And that could be another. Well, I ain't gonna say that's, that's the reason James said it, but mm-hmm. James one nineteen: be quick to hear and be slow to speak, mm-hmm. and slow to wrath. Mm-hmm. You need to get the full picture before you go trying to counsel somebody. Oh, oh, 
Yeah. I mean, soon soon as something pop off, how many of us run straight to social media and Twitter, got them got your funky little Twitter fingers just going, 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 and going. Just going. And you ain't even got the full context yet. Don't even let me say you, because I, I don't show I done did it before. I just archive them and then <laughs> I type them and then archive them. But in the, word, I'm not gonna make in the words of my day, you know what I'm saying? We got to live and learn. Yeah, you have to. That's part of life. But I mean, get get the full picture before you go start trying to put your two cents in something. Because mm-hmm. if you just go off just the first, uh, the first impression of it, you probably got your emotions all tied in. And then once you get the, the backdrop, once you get the other side, you be like, oh, I done went off on this and they didn't even tell me the full story. Mm. Mm. Cancel culture. We canceling everything, everybody, and don't have don't have full knowledge, don't have the full context. Not giving people the opportunity to make things right. Right. What would happen? You going to counsel them, but what if you do something and now the tables are turned? Even if we're associated with somebody who we're putting through counseling, they try like you get caught in the crosshairs. It family like, oh, you're his son. Oh, you're you're scum just like your daddy, like. What? There's there's no compassion. None. None whatsoever. Now, I'm not saying that we have to support something even if it's when it when it's wrong. And but you leave room mm-hmm. for restoration. Right. That's what it all comes down to. If a person admits they were wrong, and also let's stop doing this too. Oh, he only he only apologized because he got caught. That may be true. Let's let's not think that way though. Because because uh, nine times out of ten, it's true. When a person gets caught in something, they gonna apologize because they got caught. But here's the thing: there are some people who. Do are genuinely like sorry, mm-hmm. repentant for what they did, but we still put them in that. You only doing it because you got caught. Grace, mercy. Put yourself in their shoes. Now, from this point of wrong, let's move. Then that should be there should be a consistency there. I a person shouldn't say I, I apologize and then even like us. All right, so repentance is a change of heart and change of mind, mm-hmm. and you change it. You end up and you change your stance on something. How many of us will do something? Lie. We'll, just, we'll use a simple lie at that. Simple lie. We say, "Oh God, forgive me for that." But the next word. The next thing that comes out your mouth is another lie. And then another lie. And then another lie. 
were you truly sorry for the first one? Right. Because if you were and you truly repented, you change your you change your mind and your heart towards it, which means your actions will end up changing. If you keep going through the same pattern, that's not repentance. That's just trying to cover yourself. Case in point. To make yourself feel good. When we done sinned and messed up, mm-hmm. God forgive me, I promise I'll never do it again. Next week, you right back doing the same thing. <laughs> Not even that, the next day. God, please forgive me. <laughs> I, I promise you, you just get me out of this. If you just get me out of this, I promise you, I'm not going to do this ever again. Next two, day. Two days later. You in it again. What if God counseled you? No, he didn't because he sent his only son. Yeah. But I go after that grace. It's 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 freely, it's a gift. Salvation is a gift. But should you continue in sin, that grace may abound. There you go. I'm sorry, we're just throwing all There's this Bible at y'all. Look. You have you have the choice of life or death in front of you every day. You can, Choose go, down, you can go down whichever path you want to. And God gonna be right there walking with you. If I make my bed in hell. He's there. If I ascend to the highest heaven. He's there. If I go around the street, go to McDonald's and get a McFlurry. He there? He met me there. Yeah. He walked me there. That sounds pretty good too. Don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ice cream machine probably broke anyway. <laughs> It probably is. <laughs> well, you see that mean somebody said uh, McDonald's. Yeah, uh, no, uh-uh. no, that was. Uh, somebody said um, it was a it was a meme on Facebook talking about, talking about uh, they gonna go to McDonald's with uh, talking about nah, the machine down. That's all right. How much is to fix it? Because the stimulus money. Look good. <laughs> hey guys, let's pull together and instead of go fund me up for McDonald's because they machines always down. It's about to get hot soon. Bump it, y'all. Go, go to cookout. Um, <laughs> If you if you in South Carolina, go go to uh, QT. They, I ain't never seen they. Brewsters. Brewsters. I ain't a big fan of Brewsters. I'm not. I, I think I've eaten there once. No, I've never had ice cream from Brewsters. No, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. somebody need to bring uh, Baskin Robbins back to Spartanburg. Yeah, what? Yeah, go all the way to uh, Malden. Man, Marble Slab don't hit the same. I ain't been there. Any. <laughs> Wait, do we even have one? It's in Greenville. Never mind. Sorry, y'all. We digress. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but listen, let's let's cancel cancel culture. Mm. Yes. Somebody, somebody put that down there. Maybe one cancel, of us. Cancel, hashtag culture. cancel cancel culture. Because mm-hmm. that's not what we should be about. Let's get let's get back to having some healthy debate, healthy dialogue, so we can work through things. Now, if after you've done all that. Even scripture. Mm, 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 Somebody mm. offends you, go to them. If you can't work it out just amongst yourself, take somebody else with you. If you can't do that, you're supposed to take it before the church. Mm-hmm. If after that, it don't work. Godspeed. Deuces. But we in the church don't want to have those hard conversations. Because we, at the end of the day, especially if we all if we have a common goal, 
which should be to advance the kingdom, to go forth to make disciples, mm-hmm. to destroy the works of the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's that's all scriptures. That's what scripture said, tells us we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, to let our light so shine that men may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. But we're lovers of self. That's why we can't we can't have these conversations because we want ourselves to be. You feel right. like somebody about to come against your funky little brand. That's it. Brandon has its place, but are you trying to brand you or are you trying to promote Jesus? Mm-hmm. That's some good water. Mm. I'm going to tell you some things that <laughs> council culture does good for the church. Helps us articulate our beliefs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Are you are you able to articulate what you believe in the face of cancellation? Because they counsel, they tried to cancel Jesus. But on the third day, he rose. When they wouldn't look for his body, it wasn't there. Boy, you just hit Arsenio Hall. <laughs> But also, guys, council culture, it causes us to to reposition our hope mm. in God. Because a lot of times we we want to. OK. I'm going to get into something here. The First Amendment of the Constitution. is not where our hope lies. OK. It is not where our hope lies. Uh, the government is not where our hope lies. So I understand we have all these stances from abortion to gay marriage, all this other stuff, right? Freedom, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Which is the First Amendment. Guys, our hope does not, be, our hope does not lie in that. It, it relies in Christ Jesus. My hope is built on nothing less. Because at the end of the day, Everything that's around us is going to pass away. Jesus' blood and righteousness. People don't want to hear that, though. Um, So, for those who out there are like, we need to pass this law, this law. How about you get off your funky little behind, start making some disciples of men, and we'll see some hearts change. Talking to myself here, too. Mm -hmm. Wearing that. What if, if we as a church was doing what we're supposed to do. We've said this. We've articulated this plenty of times. If we were doing what we're supposed to do, if those who are in, you know, if we have people who are in the in government and political positions who, yes, you're doing your job, you're working to pass these laws, but you're also, you know, at, at lunch or mm-hmm. in the hallway, you you talking to the Nancy Pelosi's, you talking to the Chuck Schumer's, you're talking mm-hmm. to the Ted Cruz's, you're talking to um what's the the chick she's around our age from New York, uh House of Representatives and uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, oh AOC? A- yeah, AOC. You know, you talking to them as you're talking, no, the co- first conversation you might not they might not accept Jesus, but because of these conversations you're you're spreading that light. What if eventually they, that 
that light shines on their darkness and they realize it and they accept Jesus, they have their heart change. Now, because of that heart change, now they want to make laws that, you know, are for good of everybody. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to be pleasing to the Father. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Drop them seeds. So, no, let's don't, let's not cancel everybody. Mm. Let's cancel sin. How about that? Hey. Another another issue I have with cancel culture too. Now, granted, if somebody do something wrong, and I'm trying to, because now mm-hmm. if you you do something wrong, because this right here boundaries. If, if somebody catch you on this, you are pretty much liable to lose your job. Mm-hmm. So, cancel culture it it could very well affect your livelihood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So and I don't all the way agree, and I don't. I'm, I mean, all right. So let's think about the. Uh, I didn't want to go here, but the what's my man's name? The pillow guy, uh, Lindell, mm-hmm. because he felt there was, regardless of how you feel about it, there was some. There's a group of people that felt there was some uh, inadequacies with the voting, voting, voting irregularities. My bad. Yeah, irregularities. And he openly expressed his his position on that. Mm-hmm. He articulated that he felt there was some irregularities. Canceled. All these stores. Now, all the stores did pull his product, which they have every right to. But when someone has a difference in opinion from us, Can we still be peaceful with them? Because it says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, notice, I did not say those who agree with you, those who vote like you, those who Define sin like you defend define sin. Those it says to live at peace with oh. everyone. If that's challenging, which it is challenging for a lot of us, I'm gonna give you this. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sin. That's Bible. That's the Bible. That's Bible. But you know how kind of hypocritical it is though. Mm-hmm. So Back when uh, Trump was uh, up for re-election, mm-hmm. everybody started finding out that uh, the guy who, the CEO or the president of Chick-fil-A was mm-hmm. one of his major donors. Right. Everybody talking about they weren't going to go to Chick-fil-A no more. Booming. He lied. <laughs> lied. <laughs> y'all try to cancel Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is still going. Your soul hungers. And some of y'all that said you wouldn't, you, you was up in there getting you a biscuit in the morning. Mm-hmm. I seen y'all with that, uh, that orange cream milkshake. I seen you. Them chicken minis with mm-hmm. the Polynesian sauce. Mm. I don't like Polynesian sauce, but them chicken minis is buzzing. You don't like Polynesian. See, like we Polynesian. Di- we disagree right now. Yeah, man. You don't like I don't like Polynesian sauce. You gonna cancel me? Over oh, some stupid sauce. Some sauce. <laughs> Y'all see how easy somebody might have got offended about that? It's that easy. 
Elder Mark Moore, we, we said it on the podcast several times. He he said the love language of today is offense. Council culture is rooted in offense. Because your about <laughs> Because your feelings got hurt. Then your tongue there, bro. Then your tongue there, bro. All because your feelings got hurt. And y'all know we we said this again and again and again and again. We're not telling you to disregard your feelings. But don't make any decisions based on your feelings. Now you can call people. You now you can you can hash stuff out, something that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But let's have these conversations. Don't just hey no I don't like that. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. You're you're dead to me. No, have these conversations. Lament how how you feel about something. We can end all of this just by having some going back conversation, to having a healthy guys. conversation. Conversation. That's that's what. All right, so. No, that don't apply to that, so I'm not going to scratch that. But, yeah, just having conversation, guys. Just have a, a conversation with some. I mean, even even when we're, we're giving the gospel, we're going to give the gospel to people that we don't, we don't agree with mm-hmm. what their ideologies are, some of the things they do, but we're still called to those people. When someone doesn't think like you, you're still called to that person. Right. How many? I think one of the things we're we're so afraid that our challenge, our our beliefs are gonna be so challenged with things that we just sit because we we're not solid. Or on the opposite end, if we just if we don't sit, we try our hardest. This is another thing that council culture does because we don't agree. We're gonna try our hardest to silence the other side. Why? Why do we want to silence them? In order to get to someone's heart, you have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Communication works two ways. It's I communicate and I listen. Same as vice versa. They communicate, I listen. Now, I ain't saying you got to wave in your belief system, but just having a simple conversation opens the door for critical thinking, for those, uh, those seeds that we need to plant in people's hearts to be planted and you might be dropping it on dry ground you may be dropping it on dry ground go ahead another another quote from uh thomas soul now he he's gotten more into the political so but whatever the and whatever the conversation may be that you might be dealing with or uh somebody might be trying to counsel you for this is something he said. He said the political left's attempts to silence ideas that they cannot or will not debate are a confession of intellectual bankruptcy. A lot of a lot of council culture is because you just don't have the intellectual fortitude to back up what you really believe. Because you know you get ready, your feelings could cannot stand up to truth. Mm. The truth, like we said, we said at the very beginning, the truth doesn't care about your feelings. Mm-mm. When you give people truth and facts, they got they got to make a decision at that point. So yeah, <laughs> we tried to keep it at an hour, bro. Went a little bit over. A little it's bit, all good. A little bit over. But um, remember, guys. When uh, we don't agree, our first objective should not be to counsel. Mm-mm. 
it should be to one try to have a conversation. One get the full yeah get, get the full get story the, get the full spec spectrum of the whole thing. Form your own opinion, please. Please. A lot of things that might offend Maurice might not offend me. You know what I'm saying? We don't have you don't have to join the herd. You know what I'm saying? That mob mentality, guys. And we are trying we try our best not to have this be a full blown political conversation. Mm-mm. But if y'all please cut off CNN, MSNBC, Fox, Fox News. Who who's the other one? Um cut all of them off. They all paint a narrative. You got you have to do your own research. You have to think for yourself. And I'm not saying that you don't, but most of just based on my experience from people that I've talked to, the ones that just sit there and watch CNN all day, every day, they all think the exact same way. So all, all I'm saying is just ask, ask questions. If you just ask questions and seek those answers out for yourself, don't just go to one source. Go to multiple sources. It helps to form your own opinion and your own thought processes. And that way when somebody comes up to you, they, they can tell you this, or okay, well, have you considered this? Have you considered this? Have you considered this? And what does that do? That sparks conversation. That gets you thinking. That gets the other person thinking. And it's just healthy dialogue and healthy debate. Now, if you're talking with somebody and you start saying that they're starting to get mad and ticked off and you see their temperature going through the roof, just go ahead and cut it off right there. Now, I'm not telling you to stay, stay involved in those type of conversations. No, no. <laughs> don't get no shout matches with nobody. When when people get like that, that means that they they don't have they don't have enough information to back up their, their own beliefs, which means they know that what they're standing on is it's not firm. It's not firm at all. <laughs> at all. Because if you can if you can stand in your beliefs and not be flustered, that means that you truly understand what you truly believe. Mm-hmm. Talking about Thomas Sowell, mm. he's he was a former Marxist. Uh, I was watching an interview. He says, and the guy asked him, "What made you leave Marxism?" He said, "Oh, it was just facts." It took just simple facts for him to leave that. Just facts. That's all. Mm. How many of us are just listening to opinionated pieces and not facts? How many of us are still searching out facts? So yeah, y'all. We just, I, y'all know our platform. It's just all about getting the conversation started, getting you to think, putting the ball in your court. That's mm-hmm. all. And all we want to do. We're not experts in any of this. We just, y'all, kind of just getting a little insight into the conversation me and Therese have mm-hmm. off the mic. Off the mic. You know, that's that's all it's about. It's just sparking thought. That's all we want to do. In a culture that's really against free thinking and critical thinking. So, you got anything else, bro? I thought I had some questions in here that I wanted to pose. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so a couple things I want y'all to ponder. You know, as a question. So, um, so what does it mean to live like Jesus in a council culture? Mm. What does that mean to you? Um, and we're gonna put these questions down mm-hmm. in the comments too. We are. Mm. Also, I'm gonna put these articles and stuff that we've mm-hmm. quoted from as well. Definitely. I thought I had another question. Hmm. I got another question. That's, 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 that's the only one I had. <laughs> I thought I had another one in here, but apparently I didn't. Well, you know what? That, that's that's good to leave that off with, though. You know, how how would Jesus... Read, read that question again. Um, where's my question at? Oh, what, is, what does it mean to live like Jesus in a council culture? At the end of the day, especially for those that's, those of you that's watching us, that, you know, you are you already a believer, you believe in Jesus. At the end of the day, we're supposed to be portraying the life of Christ in our daily walk. So that's something you need to be considering and pondering about. All right? That's it, brother. Hey, y'all, hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. We we, we we trying to keep it at an hour, y'all, so y'all y'all bear with us. Uh, y'all know we can easily go an hour and a half to two. Uh, I mean, the way, this, the way this look right here, yeah. <laughs> On my paper, right here, good. But hey, uh, y'all already know, uh, leave us an inbox, let us know your thoughts. Um, no. How have you partaken in council culture? Let us know. You know, but hey, share this, like it, love it. Um, we appreciate y'all. Um, I'm Maurice. I'm Therese. It's High Definition Podcast. Y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We're going to catch y'all on the next episode.